It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Simon Marcel, bonjour. Bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Uh, thank you. What uh, What did you do tonight before you came here? Before I came to our amazing show here in the Oulala Studios, uh-huh. I went out to dinner with my husband and two other couples, our best friends. Cool. And um, I noticed that when he and I are out with other people and we're feeling a certain type of ooh-la-la way, mm-hmm. that we have this go-to phrase that we always use. Um, what do you mean? T- to signify that we're in that mood. And it's because there's other oh. people around. And I don't want to lean over and say, hey, let's do the ooh-la-la. Yeah. But I'm trying to, you know, it's, um, what is it, foreplay, I guess. Verbal foreplay uh-huh. with other people around. It's kind of fun to play. We've been ma- married for 10 years. you got to keep things spicy. Absolutely. I've learned that our phrase, well, we have a phrase that we use. Um, some people say, hey, let's go walk the dog or something like that. Let's check on the kids. I have a phrase that I use with my husband that I didn't even notice that I used all the time, and he knows exactly what it means, and I'm saying it exactly for that reason. I wonder, Simon... You know, a lot of times we talk about oh, relationships yeah. and love and ooh-la-la and all of that here. In your relationships, I wonder uh, if you're out with other people and you want to signal to the person you're with, hey, it's time to go because... So then there is this word, French word I've used in the past called aperitif. Because aperitif After is... dinner drink. No, no, no. So aperitif is before. It's not après. Oh, it's... not digestif is yes. after. Yes, yes. Got but you. Aperitif is the first drink you uh-huh. take before you like... And so when you say to somebody, oh, c'est l'heure de l'apéritif, nobody can see or understand you, meaning ooh-la-la. Okay. I've used that over and over. Uh, aperitif. Aperitif. Okay. It's a drink before you go to dinner. That's yours. It's the cocktail. Yeah. So- I want to know other people's too. 855-905-8255. I know especially if you have kids in the house or, you know. That's if, a good one to use. Yeah, if you're out with your family. Yes, but if it's out of character for you, it might not sound, people will know that well, there's no, something up. No, no, you up. can't use the French word. But for, with no. you, yes. With me, it, it, it works. It's perfect. Like a nightcap mm. or, you know, like, hey, let's have a nightcap. Yeah. Uh, wink, wink. Um, I have one with my husband. I want to know what everybody else is too. When we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, all about love and dating and romance. Taking your phone calls at 855-905-8255. Simon, I was telling you earlier, you asked me about my night before we came to work. Yes, and you said you went to dinner with friends. Went to dinner. There is a uh, code word I think that couples have a lot of times. If you're mm-hmm. in public, if you're with other couples, your family, especially if you have kids, and you're trying to say no to the other person, hey, I want a little ooh-la-la. And I want to know what you say. I say, especially for at home, I'm like, hey, Jason, I'm going to go to bed. Will you come tuck me in? Because my kids are like, oh, being tucked in is so nice and sweet. Give me, you know, tuck me in with the blankets. Give me a well kiss said. on the forehead. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'll, you know, my, my daughter will be like, oh, that's so cute. Little does she know <laughs> what mama really means. But I'll say, can you come tuck me in? And, this is funny. and he'll come tuck me in. So that is our little code word. You were saying uh, aperitif. 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 Which means the drink before dinner. Yes. Uh, I would say in French, on va faire un aperitif. So wouldn't you say digestif? Because that's after no. dinner, you would have dessert. Yeah, but uh, sometimes aperitif... Uh, you want to before dinner. So, ah, so the, so, the girl so the, is a meal. Yeah, no, uh, no, no, oh. no, 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 no. It's just it's a word that you can use in aperitif. It means having a drink. Okay, digestif is really an after dinner. You're right. Right, and that doesn't doesn't the ulala usually come after dinner? So that's why I'm thinking. Ah, yeah, but after dinner, you usually do not need to say that much, right? Or how about dessert? No, you wouldn't say that in France. No, no, you're pas dessert. 
Dessert. Un dessert. Do you have dessert in France after yeah, dinner? Always. Every dinner. Oh uh, yes. Okay. Three meals. Uh, three. No, three courses. Three courses per meal. Uh huh. Three meals a day. But no, that's what I used to Sometimes say. Sometimes four courses, you know. Aperitif. <laughs> oh, yes. Aperitif, yes. Well, I found this uh, thing online because I know a lot of couples have their code words or their code phrases. Tell me what you found. Some people there are revealing their bizarre code words for the ooh-la-la. Mm -hmm. My girlfriend will ask me, want to play? Okay. Um, that's classic. That's one. Cookie instead of quickie. Like, oh, do you want a cookie? Ah. But I feel like everybody would know at the table what that means if you got up and you're like, do you want a cookie? And then you disappeared for 20 minutes. Um, the kids are asleep. Wink, wink. You know, like, hey, the that, kids are yeah, asleep. Yeah, that's totally, okay. Uh, we should study. Maybe if you're college. We should study. Yeah, maybe if you're in college together, you're at a college party. Hey, we should go study. Yeah. We should go study, meaning each other. Um I think we should put the dog in the closet tonight. Uh, he goes, this guy said, there's no weird innuendo. I can't perform while my dog is in the room staring at me. So if they want to put the dog in the closet, that means, hey, I have plans later. And I really literally don't want the dog in the room. Um, snugglies. It's my wife's idea, this man says. I forgot how it came up. And I don't argue, even though it sounds stupid, but I know what I'm getting. Snugglies. Snugglies. Um, That's funny. Will the master of ceremonies be attending the banquet in the ballroom tonight? Come on. Oh, wow. wow. That's a long one. If I'm out at like the old country buffet and somebody says, will the master of ceremonies be attending the banquet <laughs> in the ballroom? That's very obvious. Uh, do you want to watch a movie? That's yeah, pretty good. Netflix and chill. Let's watch a movie. Yeah, yeah. Let's watch a movie. I've, I've used that one. Netflix and chill. You have. Oh, let's watch a movie, of let's course. Let's watch a movie tonight. You know what that means. You're on the couch and it's dark and you're watching a movie. Uh, Netflix. That was the next one. See? Taylor Swift. That's somebody's code word is Taylor Swift. Why is that, you think? Well, this person says, the first time we did it, Taylor Swift was playing. I don't know how they finished. Uh, fast forward a few weeks later, we were at a bar <laughs> And I went up to him and said, hey, want a Taylor Swift when we get home? I've never heard of that one, but okay. But then again, if it's so random and it's so out there. Then people will know. Then people will know something's up and they'll know what you're doing. And you might as well just say, let's go. Exactly. You know, so I want to know uh, some of our listeners, though. Let's Ma do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine is tuck me in. Will you come tuck me in? I'm going to bed. Yours is let's a have an aperitif. An aperitif. Aperitif. Yes. Tell us yours, 855-905-8255. We'll take some calls when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about, Simon, uh, code words or code phrases you have with your mate. Mm -hmm. When maybe you're in public or the kids are around and you're feeling a certain type of way. Mm -hmm. Mine is, hey, babe, I'm real tired. I'm going to go to sleep. Do you want to come tuck me in? Very nice. And uh, we heard a bunch of crazy ones. Somebody said Taylor Swift was their code when I, it was, yeah, that was ooh la la time. There. Everybody has their thing, though. So our phones are ringing, 855-905-8255. Let's go to the line. Say hello to Denise. Hey, Denise. Bonjour, Denise. Hi. I love you, Andy, by the way. Hi. Oh, oh, I love you, Denise. That's sweet. And you love Simon, yes. I love Simon. I love Simon, too, yeah. <laughs> are you, Simon, do you want to have an aperitif? <laughs> That's Angie. Simon's. He's, he's like, no, gross. So, Denise, <laughs> you heard our conversation Making about... Making me blush. I know. Code words, code phrases. Sorry. Uh, what is yours? Do you Are you married in a relationship? What's going on? I am married, and my husband and I always say in front of the kids, um, private meeting time, and they... 
scatter. They want no business in private meetings because they think it's going to be about them. Which oh, is like they're in trouble. Oh. oh, that's a good one. Hey, it's time for a, a parent meeting right now. And then the yep. kids will be like, bye. Private bye, time. Ah, that's a good one. And do how old are your kids? They're young, so they really haven't caught on yet. Okay. They're under 10. So it, so then they'll also yeah. give you the time that you need to have your meeting and not try to disturb you because they know it probably is no good for them. Exactly. Exactly. That's perfect. Totally. I really missed the boat on that one. See, mine's 12. And I would have to have a, like, I'd have to say to my my husband, let's have a cancel the um, Wi-Fi meeting. And then my kid would be like, oh, my God, I need to get away from here. What did I do? I'm in and trouble. She would leave for a while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Denise, thank you so much for listening in Springfield, Massachusetts. Please tell your friends to check us out, too, okay? Yes. Thank you so much. Awesome. And thank have you. fun at your family meeting tonight. Ooh, la, la. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Thank you, Denise. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Please check us out on our website, too, Mm simonandangie.com. You can send emails there anytime. Lots of times, uh, you know, people don't want to divulge all their love and dating and relationship questions. Sometimes they can be embarrassing or very mm-hmm. private. So that's okay. Yeah, We'll just air it out on the air. Uh, <laughs> if you write it to us, you can use a fake name. doesn't matter. So Simon, Angie. we do have a lot of people because you are the French romance experts. Thank you. And your humble servant. Don't yes, forget. Yes. Uh, that really love advice from you. You have this very gentle, romantic way about you. So let's go to one of these Bonjour Simon emails. Mm-hmm. Uh, bonjour, Simon Marcel from Amelia. Bonjour, Amelia. That's a pretty name. It Listening is. on Y102.5 in Charleston, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Amelia says, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Amelia. This is kind of embarrassing, but I really like this guy. I think he only sees me as a hookup because we're in a Netflix and chill sort of situation. He comes over late at night, we hook up, and then he leaves. Is there any way for me to get him to see me as someone he would potentially date? as opposed to just a booty call, and if so, how? So, Simon, we have more time to talk in the next segment, and Mm -hmm. this is a big one because I feel like so many relationships are Netflix and chill. It's lazy. Yeah, at the beginning. At the beginning. Sometimes. like that, casual, Netflix and chill. It's hard to get out of that, I think, relationship and go into a serious one as opposed to the other way around, but... I want to know. I have I mean, a strategy. Okay. Oh, good. Yeah, I have a strategy for Amelia. If you are in this situation, you are in the Netflix and chill zone, and mm-hmm. you need to get out, Simon Marcel has your <laughs> answer when we return on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous. Simon Marcel. I'm Hi. Angie Taylor. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. So, speaking of bonjour, we have an email, a bonjour, Simon Marcel email. Right. That I started to ask you about Amelia listening in South Carolina. She says, hey, I like this guy. He only sees me as a hookup because we are sort of stuck in this Netflix and chill relationship. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people go through this. And she was asking your advice, Simon. How do I get out of the Netflix and chill zone? Yeah, Amelia, and first of all, thank you for writing to uh, to us here at the, the rendezvous. It's very simple. If you just step back and change the dynamic, right, which is not wait for him late at night, for his last text, like 10 or 11, and you just say, let's go to dinner. He's going to say yes or no. Of course, you take the risk that maybe you just... This maybe Netflix he says and no. Chill. Yeah, but that's okay. 
You keep your dignity and you move on. The biggest mistake you can make is to play on your insecurity that maybe he's going to say no if I change the dynamic. But you're not happy, Amelia, in the dynamic. Mm -hmm. So if you're a woman and you wonder how to get out of this, all you got to do is say, no, let's go to dinner this time. And then he'll say yes or no. If he says no, you know, you say bye-bye. If, if that's, if you don't, you know, you, you should say bye-bye actually. And if he says yes, you've changed the dynamic of the relationship back to kind of normal. I agree with you a thousand percent because I was thinking, well, listen, you've made yourself available for all these Netflix and chill nights. So don't make yourself available for that anymore. The next time he says, hey, there's a great new document or whatever uh, and something new on Netflix. How about that tonight? Just say, hey, you know what? I like you. Why don't we just go out to dinner? Exactly. That's that's what I said. And when Amelia says to us, he only sees me as a hookup because we're Netflix and chill. He sees it because that's what you guys that's do. That's all you've made each yeah. other available to, to do so, together. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I just think that he right. wrote us. But so you want something else at this point. You want us to know if he likes you? Say, no, let's go to dinner this time. And don't you think, Simon, the answer to so many of these questions that we get, Yeah. Um, and it's hard when you're in it and you're struggling because you don't want to lose what you have because you're into somebody, it's really hard to just ask the honest question. It's hard to be vulnerable and say, hey, I like you. Let's just go out to dinner and see what happens. And because you're running the risk of getting the answer back you don't want to get, but at least you get the right answer, the the honest answer. Exactly, Angie. The the biggest mistake we've all made or are doing is, this fear of rejection. Yes. It's so we don't evolve. Well, we're, There's no we're evolution. We're all sensitive. We're all human. So, yes. The guys, yes. I mean, so I think that when that happens, it's very difficult to to move the boat in a different direction. Remember, all you got to do is say, no, let's go to dinner this time. And I know you, you're a very do what you say, say what you mean person. Oh, that's my my philosophy and my strategy in life, Angie. I do what I say, say what I do, and I mean it. Yes, and, and I think if we are just... Straight but, up and honest, we get the answers we want instead of playing this dance and but, doing this game and taking these steps. And your girlfriend say, "Wait till the third date." And this and there's so many rules and and games that get played. Exactly. I think to be totally honest, in my early twenties, from twenty to twenty-seven, I did exactly that. Well, sometimes it's fun, but not, it was me all the time. When you're playing, was, when you're young, yes, there was you know you so you hang out late at night. Yeah, um, but everybody gets to the point where they're done. Women, men can go on for this for a long, long time. Women, as you know, you grow those emotions, that attachment, and then you need more than just uh, the Netflix and chill. So that's yes. so. I mean, take a chance, take a dare. Yes. You know, when if you want to know if he likes you, take a dare. Take go a to, dare. Go to dinner. And yeah, because you can't just have a relationship based on only the ooh la la. It's impossible based for women. On, yes, based on only the newest Netflix, you have to have more. And she's saying, now I want more. Let's see where this goes. Exactly. That's okay. how it comes down. and so Right on. Well, I want to hear from other people yes. that maybe are in this situation. How did you get out of it? Are you in it right now? What do you think that Amelia should do? I agree with Simon's advice, but maybe you have some of your own and have experienced this yourself. Give us a call. 855-905-8255. Sometimes I think this is like people that are stuck in the friend zone. Yeah. That are like, how do I get out? Like, Same thing. Say what you mean. Let's go to dinner. Let's do it. Okay, so next Let's take some calls when we return on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we had an email to you, Simon, on Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Yes. A woman who said, hey, I'm stuck in this Netflix and chill zone with a guy 
I want more. What do I do? How do I get out? Yeah. You, you just said, hey, tell him. I said to Amelia. Let's do dinner. Yes, just say, no, not th- let's, let's, let's just go to dinner. Stop being available for the Netflix and chill. Let's That's go to it. the phones. 855-905-8255. Listening in Riverdale, Illinois on 93.9 MyFM, one of our favorites. Mm-hmm. Here's Alan. Hey, Alan. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Very Bonjour, well. Alan. Have you been in this situation? Are you in it? Have you gotten out of it? What's your take? Well, my take is I I always asked women to come over and do the Netflix thing when I didn't have the courage to actually ask them out. And I had seen one of my better friends getting a lot of actual dates, and I asked him what the difference was, and he said, I asked. And I, I come to found, uh, find out that the the Netflix chill invite is really only working for people who don't want more. Yes. And if I if I want more, I I get what I ask for. Simon, don't you yes. think I, I that's so funny to me because I would assume as a woman, you're saying you were too scared to ask on a real date and Netflix and chill was easier, but we know the assumption of Netflix and chill. So basically, you're asking a woman for sex. I mean, right? That's exactly that, it's what easier it is. for you to do that? Well, it's the the difference is is that you know, a lot of guys feel that their their house is their their castle. They have control there. They can mm. make the best of themselves there. Where is if I go out on a date, you know, I don't know how much we're going to spend necessarily. You're on your turf. Here you're on your turf. Me. Yeah, you you're more comfortable in your domain. This is your house. Right. It's your turf. Simon, I want to ask you about yes. this. Why is that easier? Can you hang on with us for one second, Alan? Of course. Okay, when we come back, why is this the easier question? To me, I would feel like, wow, you're real presumptuous with a Netflix and chill. You should at least ask me on a date first. That, to me, seems easier. But, Simon, I want to get your take. Let's talk about that. Okay, when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're talking about getting out of the Netflix and chill Mm. zone. Somebody that wants to go on a real date, but suddenly you found yourself just Netflixing and chilling all the time. And uh, on the line, we still have Alan. Thank you for staying with us, listening on 93.9 MyFM in Chicago. And you had said, hey, I I was in this zone with women And it's because I was too scared to ask for a real date. Simon, I thought that was crazy because I feel like the assumption, especially with women, is that if you ask us on a Netflix and show, we know what that's about. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Netflix and show, I used to say, est-ce que tu veux voir un film? Do you want to watch a movie at home? Uh So it's the same thing. I did that in France. We know what that means. And and so That's more bold to me. Exactly. To voir un film, and that's that's what you do at the end of the night or something. So... Now, the reason of this also is because uh, the millennials uh, don't have much money. The young people have broke. Because, uh, so there is that, of course. Alan, it, be honest. Is part of the reason you would ask women on these Netflix and chill dates all the time? Yes, you were shy to ask for a big date. But was it also like, a, oh, I don't have enough money to take you out to dinner right now? <laughs> yeah, it's compounding. I mean, yeah. if if I don't have enough money and I do want to take her out, it's it's a way to save and and not get rejected about You're cutting a, out the middleman. You're cutting out the middleman. Well man. said, Angie. You, you really are. I like that. And I don't, I don't fault you for that at all. But once you get to that point where you're like, oh, I actually like this person, now you have to right. go back to square one 
when you'd already passed go, collected two hundred dollars, and yeah. you've made your couple ways around. But this is a great lesson, Simon. Thank you so much. You were so right. Well, Just be honest. Thanks, yeah. And Alan, this was a great lesson from you too. Like sometimes you're scared, sometimes you're broke, but know what it is. And maybe take the extra step if you really, really like someone. Oh, absolutely. Always do what you feel, not what you expected to do. Always. Yes. Thank you, Alan, so much. Thanks, guys. Great points from both of you guys. Thank you, Angie. Uh, Especially because this is a woman that wrote in, and so I'm glad both of you had... Yeah. Your perspectives on that, and and hopefully the women listening. Hope it helps Amelia, yeah. yeah, you know what it means. So thank you, and more of the rendezvous when we come back. Welcome back to the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Also on our website, simonandangie.com. Yes. Hi, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. So I have an email here that I want to get to mm-hmm. uh, where you can send at simonandangie.com. This comes from Natalia. Okay. She's listening on the iHeartRadio app. Thank you for that. You can find us there anytime as well. Anytime. Uh, hey, guys. I cannot believe I'm doing this, but I need advice, and there's no one else I can really talk to about this. I went out with my friend. I ended up getting drunk and hooking up with some guy I met at a bar. Okay. We didn't sleep together, but it was close. The problem is I'm engaged. Uh I don't know how it happened or what to do. The only person that knows is my friend who was with me, and she told me not to tell my fiancé because it was a one-time thing, and I'll never see him again, but I feel so awful about it. What do you guys think I should do? Simon, what should she do? One time in the bar, she's engaged. She's got guilt. Um, I don't think she should say a word. Yeah. I don't think she should. She said she's torn up about it. That's her guilt. And the only thing she will gain, if she knows that it'll never happen again, whatever, the only thing she'll gain is assuaging her guilt. And that's about her feeling better. Yeah. But if she tells... Her fiance, I feel like it's just going to ruin their relationship. He's never going to trust her. It's always going to be an issue. It has far longer reaching repercussions to tell him than it does for her. And guess what? what? You kind of got to live with it. If you did it and you feel guilty, that's what you deal with. When you, when you play, you pay. And that's what you have to pay for. Don't make him pay for your mistake. That's true. You play, you pay. Uh, yeah. So I, I understand where you're coming from. I, I agree. Um she made a mistake. People can make mistake. Right. It's a one-time mistake. It, that, and that's, that's the what, operative, is yeah. one time. If this becomes something habitual, then she has then a problem cheating. It's Houston. We have a problem. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, okay, Angie, so we can agree that she can keep it for herself, you know, for the rest of her life and take it to a grave. Take it to your grave. Uh, because that's what you live with when you do something like that. But there's another expression I like is check yourself before you wreck yourself. Chiggity check yourself before you wreck yourself. Simon so, Marcel. Yes. I love that you just dropped a little bit of that. And I agree with you. Check yourself. Check your relationship. Yes. Check who you are. Yes. Do you feel like you're going to do this again? Do you feel like, hey, if, you, if you're thinking in six months, I got away with it one time. Maybe I could do it again. Then clearly you're not you, in this relationship. Absolutely. You know, and before everything goes down to flame, that's why I check yourself before you wreck yourself. Wow. I, I, wow. That is yeah. prolific. Well, I don't did know. Did you come up with that first or did somebody else? No. This because is I old, like it. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's an old <laughs> expression. I don't remember where I heard it. But it's in a song. It's in a, I don't yes. know. What song? Uh, chickity check yourself before you wreck yourself. See, I can't sing the rest because it's but, got a so lot of swears. I, I just think it's a great expression that applies to so many relationships and to ourselves first. 
Yeah, just I, check yourself. Who know? are you? Are you a cheater? Are you somebody who's remorseful and you feel horrible and you know you'll never do it again? If that's the case, then yes, take it to your grave. And if you don't trust yourself, if you don't check yourself, then maybe it's time for you to really reevaluate why are you in this relationship. And don't pass, you know, poison. So basically, you've poisoned a little bit of you, Thank you, know, you. of yourself. Don't transmit the poison to your husband. Who doesn't deserve it. No, he doesn't it, need the toxicity. It, it, this is all about her absolving her own guilt, and it's not fair to do to somebody else. Live with your guilt. That's what you get. Yeah, and maybe go to therapy. And I know that this is a controversial stance to take on it. I really feel like if you're very sorry, if you know you screwed up and you'll never do it again, the only thing that you're gaining by telling your fiancé mm -hmm. is your own freedom from that bad thing that you're holding on to and that's not fair to do to anybody yeah so hold uh, on to it exactly okay so we let's, agree i agree and let's take some calls and see if the yeah. listeners agree because i'm sure there are people that would disagree some might, some might not yeah people are of the honesty always policy 855-905-8255 should she tell her fiance about her one night of indiscretion, mm -hmm. or should she deal with it and live with it? You let us know. You know how we feel. We'll take calls next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So we took an email, Simon, uh, from a listener who says, hey, I'm engaged. I went mm -hmm. out one night. I got really drunk with my friends. Yep. I hooked up. We didn't go all the way, but I messed around. Yep. Should I tell my fiance I feel terrible? It's killing her. Mm -hmm. You and I both agreed, hey, if you screwed up one time, you're never going to do it again. Then you have to live with it. Yeah. Don't poison. Like you said, don't poison the whole pond. But I know that's a controversial stance for us to take. So let's see what our listeners say. 855-905-8255. On the line from Charleston, South Carolina, listening on Y102.5. Here's Melanie. Hey, Melanie. Hello. Hey. Hi. Um, guys, what I think is she really should check herself before she wreck herself because, honestly, she didn't do anything. And I just feel like, Well, you know, she did something. Did uh, she, she did do some stuff. But she says, like you said, Simon, check yourself before you wreck yourself. But don't you think that she really needs to take some inventory? She, she must own her mistake to herself so you don't ever do it again. Right. Until you say, yes, I did to yourself. And to maybe a therapist, then nothing evolves. Right. But I don't see any reason to uh, transfer the poison to the husband. What do you well, think, Mel? I, I, who knows what and what he did before the wedding either. So, well, I if mean, you start I, living by that mentality, that. if you start living by that mentality of I don't know what he did, so I'm going to do what I want, then you guys could go back you and know, forth like this forever. You have to be. You should tell him. I don't think she should tell him either, but I, I feel like you got to be careful when you say, well, who, who knows what he did? Because then you can get into a scenario where you're just, you know, poisoning your own self and, and making situations out of something where there aren't maybe any. Yeah. But, um, either, but either way, she needs to deal with it by herself, too, because if, she, if right. that's what she's going to be about, she shouldn't have done that. She shouldn't have put herself in a position where she could drink and do that anyway. So either way, she needs to like yeah. get her life together before that happens. Maybe figure out like who you are when you drink. Maybe she has an issue with that. Like if Could you can't be. have a couple of cocktails and and not mess around, maybe then having a couple of cocktails is something you don't want to do for a minute until you figure out what's going on. Thank you so much, Melanie, yeah. for listening and thank yeah. you for calling oh, in. No problem. Thank you. I love the show. Right. Thank oh, you, Melanie. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. 
You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. That's also our website, simonandangie.com. You can find past episodes, podcasts, and anywhere you want to email us for Date or Dump, which we're going to do right now. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Or if you just have a question, Date or Dump, by the way, Mm -hmm. uh, is if you're dating somebody, maybe you just went on one date and something happened uh, something inside you, your intuition, whatever it is, is saying, I don't know if I should date this person again. What should I do? You need an opinion? We will give it to you. So let's do that right now. We're going to do date or, or dump. dump. This comes to us from Jeremy from Temple, Texas. He says, hey, Simon and Angie, the girl I went on a date with got really upset with me because I told the waiter that she didn't like her food. She told me she didn't like what she ordered. So I, of course, told the waiter that infuriated her. She said that if she wanted to send her food back, she would have done it herself. I was shocked, and I apologized. But now thinking about it, she basically reprimanded me for being polite. We have a date tomorrow, and I don't know what to do. Should I date or dump her? So they're at a restaurant. She gets food. You know, Simon and I, you and I are out for dinner. She gets some food. Yep. I don't like my dinner, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you, just, hey, Simon, ugh, this chicken's not very good, like whatever it is. You know, uh, I don't really like it so much. I don't tell you that I want to send it back or anything. But when the waiter comes by, you're like, she, my date, she doesn't like her food. Can you take it back? Uh, and she was offended by this. So I want to get your opinion. Was he out yeah. of line for speaking for her or was he trying to be polite? Would you be offended if somebody did that on your behalf, Simon? Let's get your yeah, opinion. Let's, let's talk about that because I have a strong opinion about that situation. Oh, good. Okay. So we're going to talk about it next on Date or Dump when we return on The Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. So our website, simonandangie.com. We're playing date or, or dump. dump. Now, this is people that send emails. Maybe they went on one date. Maybe they went on 20 dates. I don't know. And they're thinking, oh, something's not right. I don't know what to do. And then you write us mm-hmm. at simonandangie.com. We'll tell you what to do. You know it. One way or another. So You know it. I just read this email. It came from a guy named Jeremy in Texas. He said that he went out with a girl, first date. Mm-hmm. They're at a restaurant. She was telling him, you know, in confidence, like at the table, oh, yep. I don't really like this food, whatever. Something's not right. She didn't say she was going to send it back or anything. But the waiter comes by. And the guy says, she doesn't like her food. Can we do something about it? She was offended. And uh, it seems like she was embarrassed. He apologized. He said, I was just trying to be polite and help you out. But he said, we have a date tomorrow. I don't know what to do. Because now that I'm thinking about it, she kind of yelled at me for doing that. And he feels bad. So, Simon, what do you say about it? What should Jeremy do in this situation? I'm always on the side of giving a chance, a second chance on that matter. Uh, because she was not rude to the waiter. It's a very strange situation. She didn't say a word. No. So yeah. it, so he, he did the right thing by reordering, and I think she did the wrong thing by being mad at him for taking care of her. Because when you go on a date, when I take a woman on a date, I make sure to order for her, make sure to... You do. Yeah, and if something is wrong, I say, if there's no salt, and she says, oh, you know, there's no salt and pepper, I ask to please bring the salt and pepper. Now, do you order for her? Yeah. So just I just so whatever you together. want for her. No, or no, no, no. You know, like you, two menus arrive. You watch, look at the menu, talk mm-hmm. together. Maybe the specials, and then I do the ordering for both. Interesting. For the wine and for the food. What if she just was kind of like complaining to you, but she didn't say she wanted to take it back? Would you still say she doesn't like her food? No, I would say, do you like your food? Yes or no? If she said, I don't like my food, I would say, waiter, please let's take the food back and bring whatever she ordered, you know, fresh and brand new, something else. I can kind of understand 
where Jeremy's date is on this. I don't know that I would have reprimanded you for sending yeah, my food that's back. That's a bit weird. But personally for me, I hate sending food back because I Why? feel like then I'm the complainer in the restaurant. And I honestly feel like whatever they bring me in replacement will be spit on or they'll be like, screw her. Like They're mad at me for sending. So I don't like to complain. And I also worked in the service industry. Mm. And I feel like a lot of stuff comes falls on the waiter and the waitress. And it's not their fault. They're just delivering the food. And so I would have been like, well, you can let me ask if I want to send it back. You don't have to speak for me. I'm a, I'm a grown up. So I understand a little bit about why she was put off by it. But at the same but, time, to react so harshly is I extra. think that she was nervous. Remember, it was their first date, I believe. So I think you give – I say date. I date. say date because I want to see if the second date will get better if everything turns fine with the food, maybe right. there's no drama on either side Would and they su- can get to know each other. With okay. I, I agree with you to date too. Would you suggest that Jeremy maybe talk to her before he speaks for her in the future then? Because he's the one that's saying, I don't know if I want to date her again because he was shocked at her reaction. Yeah. So do you think that maybe he should talk to her? Uh, yeah, I would. I yes, would. because I she's like an individual. Yeah, yes. say, I, didn't really like, I didn't really like what happened last time. I didn't really like how you... You know, lecture me about this, right. that what I was just trying to make right for you. But she also has her own way of dealing with conflict, maybe. And he spoke for her when she wasn't ready to speak about it yet. I totally understand. Yeah. I understand. But I think they should give it another sh- a shot. So give another chance, date again. So we said date. Date. And talk about it. And, you know, and let the resolve. other person speak for themselves. Oh, absolutely. All right, great. We both agree. Date Jeremy and just maybe like let her have her voice. Yes. Okay, thank you. More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Welcome back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you for being with us tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a lot of great topics. Code words for the ooh-la-la. Everybody has a code word, I feel like. You need a code word. Some of these were really funny. Um, how to get out of the Netflix and chill situation, which, which is the new kind of way of how do I get out of the friend zone? We mm-hmm. talked about that. And then also... Correcting someone's order on a date, is that good? And Simon, your, Simon says, came from an email from Natalia who uh, was talking about, you know, a hookup. She hooked up. She's engaged. She kind of hooked up with somebody, not all the way. Mm-hmm. Should she tell her fiancé or not? We had the advice of, if you're never going to do it again, then take it to your grave. That's but it. your, Simon says, from Ice Cube as well, was... Check yourself before you wreck yourself. And in this situation pertaining, it means if you're never going to do it again, but you need to check. You need to check it. You need to own it. And then you need to make sure. Be honest you know, with yourself. Before it wrecks everything you have. That, because if you repeat it over and over, it's going to wreck your relationship, your marriage, your family. Well, I think you also need to check who you are as a person and really be honest. Like, am I going to do this again? Because if I am, then you're ruining everything. Yeah. And also, if I'm not, then don't ruin it by saying anything, right? You got to own it. You got to keep it. And then you're going to work on it and clean it. All right. Very good. Thank you for checking us out tonight. Simonandangie.com in case you missed any of the show. Also, Simon's FYI show, In Bed with Simon. You can see past episodes. Thank you, Angie. I mean, a lot of fun episodes. So simonandangie.com. And on the website, I'll just you know pull, plug this one, but I, there is wonderful movies of us partying on the love boat of the rendezvous. There is the love boat. There is Angie is that what we're calling it? The love drinking boat. Evian, <laughs> the love boat. Evian. Evian. I don't think I had one sip of Evian no, on I that boat. I made sure you did. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> the boob, you mean? 
not the verve, no. Oh, then we pay too much for the Avion, if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> that's possible. Anyway, so uh, go to simonandangie.com. Great stuff about Angie and us and, and the whole show. Yes, and thank you so much for tuning in. We will talk to you tomorrow night on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.